everybody. Cal Banyan here on Cal Banyan's Hypnosis, etc. on calbanyan.com. Hey, is this a different area or what? I know you're used to seeing me on the Zoom in my home office or at my regular office, at my office office at the Banyan Hypnosis Center. But I'm here at the center getting really busy trying to get ready for a certification course coming up starting tomorrow. And I thought, why not just go ahead, go into the classroom in front of my huge whiteboard here and just go ahead and make you a video. So what's it today? Bad, bad words. These are words that we got to get rid of, if possible, out of our profession. Okay, there's one or two that I don't think we're going to be able to get rid of, but some ones that are hurting you and the profession as a whole. So let's see here. Oh, before I get started, I'm going to tell you. I can barely squeeze this in. We've been so busy at the Banyan Hypnosis Center uh, for Training and Services, also known as the headquarters for the International, so excuse me, Five Path International Association Hypnosis Professionals. Gosh, some of the things we've been doing. Just finished a hybrid certification course. That's right. All of our courses are now both available online and on site. So excited to be able to do that. So the class I just had, we had some people in the classroom. We had some people around the world, and that is really great. We've got that worked out. We've been doing hybrid classes for 13 years. This is nothing new to us. Uh, I got called upon to help put together the standards for doing online training for the National Guild of Hypnotists. I worked with that with Dr. Reverend Scott Giles. Also, on, along that vein, we just finished uh, a couple of months ago writing up the guidelines for the uh, ability for uh, hypnotists and hypnotherapists to do hypnosis sessions online. So it's just been a heck of a busy busy time around here at the Banyan Hypnosis Center. Uh, just completed a certification course for trainers who uh, teach my courses around the world. So uh, that was really awesome. And then uh, completed a certification course for conducting hypnosis sessions online. So super, super busy. If you're interested in any of my courses, go to calbanyan.com or there's probably a link right around here somewhere, wherever you're watching this video. And uh, you can go ahead and see about when my future classes. Let's see. Oh, off the top of my head, I've got the week of power. The week of power is for hypnotists that are already certified to go ahead and get certified in five path and seven path self-hypnosis. That's coming up in November uh, of 2020. And then we've got the NGH approved super course, the Banyan super course, uh, which is for people who are just coming into the profession. But, you know, it usually has some certified hypnotists in there also. That's this October. Yes, we're going to do an October HypnoFest, right? October uh, 18th through 24th, 2020. So again, if you got any questions about that, go to calbanyan.com, and there's probably a link somewhere around here on this page. By the way, if you're watching this video anywhere except calbanyan.com, yeah, that's the best place to watch it because that's where all the videos are. And right now as I'm making this video, there's like over... 550 free hypnosis training videos. So you want to go there and get them where on YouTube and other places we don't have all the videos. All right. All right. Now let's get into this. Bad, bad words. Now I might get some guff. Guff, that means, I don't know, feedback, negative feedback on this list. But I really think in my life's experience, uh, being trained in hyp hypnosis and psychology and working in both worlds, this is a very valuable list. 
I think I might have gone over this years and years ago, but I think it's time for an update. All right. First of all, under hypnosis. I'm going to put you under. Who wants to be put under hypnosis? Under is a bad, bad word. For example, what do you go under? Well, I mean, besides like a bridge or something, but when you're talking about mental consciousness stuff, you think of going under anesthesia. And we're definitely not putting someone under, you know, unconsciousness. And the other thing is like under a spell. <laughs> That's all bad words. So we don't want to use words like under. Well, we're going to use words like, hmm, we're going to induce hypnosis in you. Okay. So yeah, we don't, we don't put someone under a spell. We're not putting them under anesthesia. We're inducing a state of heightened suggestibility so that they can have an experience that help them change their life. Okay. So cross off under. We don't put people under hypnosis. Here's another bad, bad word. I see this in scientific literature all the time. And it's like, hey, doc, wake up. This is a bad word. And the word is susceptibility. Oh, they have like, they do experiments on people's susceptibility to hypnosis. Or, and they have susceptibility scales and all that stuff. Name one thing that you want to be susceptible to. You know, it's like susceptible sounds like you're going to catch something, right? Well, you're going to be very highly susceptible to this virus. No, 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 no. We don't like the word susceptible. Susceptibility raises flags and defenses, and rightly so. So what should we use instead of susceptible? How about talented? How about some people, when properly prepared, can easily go into hypnosis? And maybe some people are more talented at it than others. But just about anybody of normal intelligence who is mentally healthy, who wants to be hypnotized, be willing to follow instructions, can go into a nice state of hypnosis and make positive changes in his or her life. So susceptibility, please, all you scientists out there, you should know better. Don't use words like that. It makes people afraid. All right. Let's see. Succumb. This is worse than susceptibility. Yes. You are going to succumb to my hypnotic trance. Bad, 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 bad. You know, right now I've been doing this for over 24 years. And I would never have someone come into my office and go, would you like to now succumb to my power, my hypnotic power? God, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. You go, no, thank you. I'm not interested at all. I am out of here. All right? So, all right. So succumb, that's got to go. That's like Hollywood stuff. You know, right now, any good, well-trained hypnotist realizes that you have to do a pre-talk with every client the very first time you do hypnosis with them because they have natural, well, not natural, common is a better word, common fears and misconceptions about hypnosis where if we take the time to discuss what hypnosis really is, discuss some terminology, and avoid bad, bad words, then you know what? Then anyone normal intelligence can use hypnosis in a really powerful way to uh, change their lives. All right. Control. You know, as I look through these old classical approaches to hypnosis, which are far too common today, I still hear the word control. 
control. Ah, so bad. Stop it. We don't want to be controlled by anyone. We don't want to feel like we're controlled by anyone. So what do we want to do? We want to say that someone is compliant or not compliant. Now, what does compliance mean? For the purposes of what we're talking about, that means willing and able to follow the instructions of the hypnotist. And so a well-trained hypnotist knows, you know, some hypnotic inductions and ways to prepare the client for hypnosis so that when you do hypnosis, they easily and deeply go into a very useful, workable state of hypnosis. So uh, control, forget about it, get rid of it. That's what I think. All right, if you got comments about this, go ahead and put it anywhere on this page where I might have a comment section because I want to hear your feedback. Uh, so, by the way, you'll hear me use words like classical hypnosis from time to time. And that's really a euphemism for old, worn out, less effective, time consuming um, hypnotic techniques. So let's not use these words. They're not good. Here's another one. Oh, such a bad, bad word. Sleep. Sleep. Hypnosis is not sleep. We've known hypnosis is not sleep for a long, long time. But that word is so stuck in our profession. In fact, there's even one technique that, you know, it's, it's very, very useful. And I still use it. That's right. I use one of these bad, bad words. And the bad, bad word is sleep. But the only time I ever use it is in the eight word induction or any other kind of instantaneous induction where that word is the best fit. Now, having said that, in my hypnosis pre-talk, I'm very careful to point out that if I or a hypnotist uses the word sleep, we don't mean normal natural sleep. If you're doing hypnosis with me and I go sleep, as part of a technique that would cause you to go into hypnosis, what I mean is close your eyes and go into a deep state of relaxation and look like you're asleep. So you'd go like this, I go sleep and you go. And that's all there is to it. It's just a very, it's shorthand for quickly go deeply relaxed with your eyes closed as if, as if you were asleep. All right. Last word for this particular, uh, little video. I'm keeping them particularly short because of the ex kind of experimental nature of this video that I'm doing because I've never recorded the video like this before and there's a chance that it didn't record at all. So I figured I'd just do two quick videos, get them out to you. And I'm teaching a class over the next couple of weeks so I won't be able to get any videos out to you. So just some really valuable material I can get out to you real quick. All right. The other bad, bad word is awaken. Awaken. Now, you see, too many times I see hypnotists or I read transcripts of hypnotists or I see videos of hypnotists going, in a moment I'm going to count from one to three. When I get to three, I want you to awaken from hypnosis or to wake up. Okay, this is bad. Bad, bad, bad. And the reason it is bad is that you don't want your clients to go to sleep when they're doing hypnosis because hypnosis is not sleep. 
It's not sleep. Sleep has not ever been shown to be a heightened state of suggestibility. And that, by the way, is the definition that the Five Path International Association of Hypnosis Professionals uses for hypnosis, a heightened state of suggestibility. Nowhere have I ever seen in any research that demonstrated that sleep is a state of heightened suggestibility. In fact, it is a state of lesser consciousness, where you're less consciousness of conscious of what's going on around you. So hypnosis is not sleep. So if you are preparing to emerge your client from hypnosis and you say one, two, three, wake up and they realize I wasn't asleep, I guess it didn't work. That is the one of the worst ways you could possibly end hypnosis session. You could have been doing everything wonderful up to that moment. And then if you go, and now one, two, three, wake up. And guess what? They go, I don't think I was hypnotized because I wasn't asleep. And that begins to negate, to neutralize all the work you've done with them. All right, that's enough for now with the bad, bad words. I'm going to continue with some more bad, bad words in the next video. And I uh, look forward to seeing you then. Uh, if you'd like to see you in class, remember to go to calbanion.com. And that's where all my videos are. Over 500 free hypnosis videos. All of them this good or much better. All right, bye for now. Calbanion, signing off.